Hey everybody, um, whoever's out there listening, just, <laughs> I don't know who it is. Um, I haven't recorded one of y'all since June. One of y'all, one of these since June. Um, I have fallen off. It is almost September. Uh, sorry about that. I didn't mean to do it. It's not like I haven't had time. Um, so yeah, uh, it's, we're still in quarantine. I didn't think we would be here, but here we are. Uh, I feel like when I last time I recorded this, we were starting to come out of it. And then now I feel like we're kind of deep back into it again. Um, so yeah, here we are. How's everybody doing? I miss doing this. I'm trying to get my feet wet again. Uh, so the movie, what are we going to talk about today? And I, you would think I would have had a pre-planned movie for this, but I did not. But we're going to talk about the movie I saw today. We'll do a combo. We'll talk about Project Power and we'll talk about War Games. Um, I've been having a lot of trouble finding movies that I want to see on all the million streaming platforms that I have. It's just like, I'm just not interested, blah, blah, blah. Um, but today... I've been trying to watch older films that I haven't really, that I've heard about and I haven't seen. Like, I've watched the first Wives Club last night. I watched War Games today. We're going to try to watch, like, a lot of old stuff and, you know, get our our movie history going. So, um, if you haven't listened to me before, usually the purpose of my podcast is I do movie reviews and then... I try to throw a little bit of life sprinkling in relation to the movie reviews. It doesn't always work out that way. A lot of times it ends up to me babbling, but feel free to fast forward or skip to the next one. <laughs> um, okay, so what should we talk about first? We'll talk about we'll talk about Project Power first. So Project Power, um, as you all know, in quarantine, maybe you don't if you're listening to America, They've had a lot of um, big block budget movies come out on Netflix. And I don't know if these movies were scheduled to be released to Netflix, but they've, it's been like Netflix premieres that's been coming on with big stars. Like, I really like they had The Old Guard with Charlize Theron, which I meant to review, which actually wasn't bad. Um, and then they had uh, The Lovebirds, which I did review with, you know, Issa Rae and Kamal Nolajan, I can't pronounce his name. And now we got this one with uh, Jamie Foxx and Joseph Gordon Levitt called Project Power. Um, so. Should I even go into this about? I'll give you a short synopsis. But basically, Project Power had a a really, really good concept. Basically, it's a pill. They, there's this drug that's on the market, an illegal drug, that if you take it, you get superpowers for five minutes. But you don't know what superpower you're going to get. So, um, it's a really cool concept, but they didn't really do very much with it of course i'm yawning because i'm recording this lady like excuse me when i learn how to edit i'm edit it out so um they that's not it's a it's like the concept which is cool as it was is like the backdrop of the movie um jamie fox plays this guy he's like some guy you don't really know who he is he comes in and I don't want to say anything without spoiling it, but he is like an outlaw who is hunting for these superheroes for some odd reason. Um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt plays a cop uh, who is also a... Oh, God, here we go again. Whew, 
who's also a client, um, who's also a client of one of the dealers who is the third lead in the movie, Dominique Fishback. I love her. Dominique Fishback was in a really great show on HBO called The Deuce. The Deuce was so good. It was so underrated. It was so good. So I'm glad to see that she's getting work in big budget projects and she was good in this. And so uh, what it leads to ultimately is that Jamie Foxx comes in and he's like this person who's hunting these superheroes who are on drugs. But it's, it's somehow, without spoiling it for you, leads to him looking for his daughter who is who has superhero powers if, i'm trying to think if it makes sense in the context of the plot kind of sort of but not really um kind of sort of the movie had really good special effects it was really good acting and i think if i was writing it and i had that good of a concept um i don't know what i would have done i would have done something else i would have I think the typical Hollywood thing to do is just like try to people try to weaponize a drug. This is what Hollywood would have done if somebody else had. If this was in the theater, they would have been like, um, okay, there's this big sort of like pharma tech guy who's going to take the drug and market it to make his own group of super soldiers. So they have to stop this guy from happening before he ends up taking over the world. If this was released in the freaking like AMC, that's what would have happened. So I'm kind of appreciating the fact that they made it about Jamie Foxx's daughter. But um, what I would have done is, I think if I had done it, it would have been a lot like Limitless. Justin Limitless. Limitless is about this drug. Like, Bradley Cooper takes this drug, and it makes you work every synapsis of your brain. I think for about five minutes or something. Oh, my God. Here we go again. Noises. I'm tired. Um, every synapsis of his brain. And then he gets so, at the end of the movie, he gets so smart, he's able to work without um, taking a drug. I don't know. I think it was such a, sometimes you just have, I know this happens a lot in Hollywood. They have such good ideas, but they really don't know what to do with them. Like they don't, it's not a, a clever enough concept. Cause that's such a good idea. That's such a good idea. You know what I mean? Um, but anyway, the movie over, did I just ramble? Anyway, so the movie was fine. I mean, it wasn't even bad. I would dare to say it was pretty good. Like if you're sitting at home, Oh God. I, I promise y'all, listen, I'm, sit, I'm sitting in the bed. It's like 1030 at night. I have not been going to sleep at all. Um, I've been going to sleep and I'm waking up at like five o'clock in the morning because I think my body's just really gotten used to quarantine and I'm not getting enough sleep. So I'm not tired. I'm not tired at all. I'm literally fine. But my body's like, it's time to go to bed now, even though I know I'm going to wake up at 530 in the morning. So fuck it. Okay. Anyway, excuse my language. So, um, anyway, uh, it's a it's a good movie. It's a good watch. If you're sitting at home on Netflix, I'm kind of like really enjoying the fact that I have these Friday night Netflix, Netflix premieres with these big stars. It makes me feel like my regular Friday night movie routine. But I think it is good enough for the watch. Jamie Foxx usually annoys the crap out of me and crap out of me in a lot of movies and a lot of stuff. He really does. Um, he did not annoy me in this. He really didn't. He didn't annoy me in this. I like the scenes that he has with Dominic Fat Fishback. I really love her a lot. Um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt has been in a lot of stuff. He's in like two or three movies. He's in like two movies. He's in one on um, 
Amazon Prime too. I haven't seen him. You probably haven't seen him. I don't know what the hell he's been doing, but he's done two movies now. So it's nice to see him in a movie. And it takes place in New Orleans. I mean, it's 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 a decent enough watchable film. It really is. Um, but you should watch it. But I think the question I would pose to like the audience, you know, whoever was listening, is like, how would you take a concept like that and make it better? You know, we have it. We have this drug. And if you, I'm just gonna keep you on. I'm gonna keep you on. How do you take this drug and um, make make it work for five minutes? You have superpowers for five minutes. But it's even they made it made it like one upped it and says that you don't know what kind of superpowers that you're gonna get because it may be a crappy superpower or you may just blow up. So it's such a good concept. And I just would have just taken maybe like a week or two, slept on it, thought about something else really good and gave it more action in that sense i can't sit here and be like what what would i do like i can't do it i'll have to sit down and go to sleep and dream about it and wake up for like a week and be frustrated and get mad to come up with something really cool um but the whole like jamie fox looking for his daughter angle it's fine but you should watch it it's for a netflix movie if you sit at home and it's free you cool you really, really good. That one and the old guard too. Like these little Netflix mediocre movie watches. They put a lot of effort into it. And I think they have, they put a lot of effort to it. They have some good actors. It's just the scripts are not great. Like the scripts are just very, very flawed. It's just not great. Um, but um, yeah, watch it. So the second movie I saw today, I saw... Well, I didn't see it today. I saw it. Yes, I did. I saw it today. I'm all over the place. Lord. Um, I saw Project Power last week. So the second movie I saw today. Here we go. <laughs> I saw this this afternoon. I saw War Games with Matthew Broderick. Um, I never saw War Games. I hear about it. I know what it's about. And I'm not going to lie and say it's not a bad movie. It's actually a good movie. But I was still pretty disappointed. I thought it was tight. I thought it was real right. I need to watch it again, actually. I thought it was tight. I thought it was well written. Um, I thought it made sense. Um, but I was still a little bit disappointed because I thought they could have done a lot more with the script. So, if you all don't know what War Games is, basically, um, Matthew Broderick is like this genius computer whiz who is looking for um computer games here we go i'm not tired i was gonna let it happen okay so it's looking for to play computer games it's like this old 1980 setup he has in his room and so when he he ends up tapping into uh the military's a military you know a server and starting world war three kind of yeah, does that make sense? Yeah. Um, I love movies where it's like the whole thing is one character's fault, but yet he really doesn't take a lot of the blame. Like this dude usually started World War Three. He would be in prison and they'd be trying to fix it. But they let him out and they like let him roam free. They try to capture him, but somehow he gets out. He's not. If that happened in real life, he would be in like a maximum security prison or stuff. And they would just be trying to fix it. And he'd go home. He'd be, anyway. Um. So in what I think happened, I was kind of half paying attention to it at this part, which is why I need to watch it again, is that the scientist who invented this program 
they had, she, he had to go to his house because it's like, listen, this program is now working by itself. So you need to do something to stop him, stop it from working by itself. So, um, they, him and Alishidi and this doctor end up going back to the military base to end up helping the military figure out how to get the computer to stop playing itself from starting World War III. Hope that makes sense. Um, it's not bad. It's actually a good movie. I was, it was, it was good. I was just disappointed because it's just like, you know, you think about somebody starting doing that it's just it was just too lenient he should have been in jail i wanted to see a little more grit um but it was fine you know what happened that made me see this movie this is so embarrassing and uh captain what where did i hear this line should i you want to play a game i think i heard that line in captain american winter soldier and i looked it up where that was from and they said war games he's like yeah i know that reference and i was just like how do you know that reference captain america you didn't wake up to a freaking 2013 14 whenever winter soldier came out so how you know what that is maybe he watched it but war games i didn't think it was that popular movie that it would be something that steve Rogers after being asleep for 90 years that would be ingrained as an important moment in history. War games? Really? Um, but apparently yeah. That's and that's honest to God what made me watch that movie. It was it was fine. It was good. It was good. I'll watch it again. It's fine. Um let's talk about some movies from the 80s that we really do enjoy. Let's okay, we'll start from some movies that in the 80s, these 80s famous movies that I have not seen. <laughs> that I need to watch or either a have not seen or may have seen it and don't remember okay and this is gonna be hella embarrassing um I've seen I think I've, I've seen pretty in pink I don't think I've seen 16 candles I don't I don't think I've seen St. Elmo's Fire I think I made a list I need to make a list I haven't seen St. Elmo's Fire mm-mm I've seen The Breakfast Club several times. I've seen The Ferris Bueller's Day Off. But I have not seen, that's a big one, 16, 16 Candles and I haven't seen St. Elmo's Fire. What else haven't I seen? Um, those are the two, like those, I've seen The Breakfast Club. I've seen, have I seen Red Dawn? No. Do I need to see Red Dawn? I don't know. Um, what other, like, Back to the Future was kind of like, cemented for me back to the future was just like it that's that's probably my favorite movie i'm trying to think what else i have not seen like molly ringwald movies or something like that that i have not seen or john hughes movies those are probably the biggest ones this is the only ones i can think of on top of my head is pretty in pink 16 candles the breakfast club st elmo's fire which i have not seen um feel like i'm missing something else with demi Moore. oh you know what movie i like oh what i don't like okay Y'all see Lesson Zero? All right. Lesson Zero is dramatically different from the book. Okay. Lesson Zero is with Robert Downer Jr. and Andrew McCarthy, right? And to, is it Demi Moore than that? Yeah. I was so mad when I saw that movie because I didn't see I saw it a couple of years ago. And so I had read the book first. The book is really gritty. That was, was that, um, what is his name? The one who wrote Rules of Attraction. Brady Snellis. Is it? Maybe? I don't know. Maybe it's Brady Snellis. So that book is really dirty and gritty and like a really good depiction of like alcohol abuse and bisexuality and all this other stuff. 
the movie is so cleaned up. It is so cleaned up. I was just like, oh my god. Um, oh my god. I I was so shocked that they cleaned it up like that. That sounds like something they would do now. Um but I do like me some less than zero. Another movie I haven't seen is Young Guns. Um, I haven't seen Young Guns. Mm. I saw The Outsiders. <laughs> I saw The Outsiders in the Hollywood um, Graveyard Cinema. That movie does not hold up, honey, at all. It really don't. It does not hold up. A lot of cute stuff in there, but it don't. It does not hold up. Um, Weird Science, I've seen many times. That's a movie I used to watch on repeat a lot, was Weird Science. Um, what other 80s movies have I not seen? I'm trying to just do the ones that I haven't seen. But you, it's hard to think of stuff that you haven't seen because, you know, it's like movies that come on and you just don't take the time to watch it. With me, the one movie that I just that's always on on one channel that I just never sat down and watched from the beginning to the end was freaking 16 Candles. I am cool. I'm good. Pretty in Pink, I've seen it all the way through once or twice, but okay. Let's think of one more without like having a whole bunch of dead air. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen About Last Night. I need to watch that. And I'm not watching the freaking remake either. Screw that. Um, I haven't seen about last night. But I don't really think that counts as like an iconic 80s movies. Um, but I, a lot of those Brad Pack movies, I have not seen. I just haven't. Um, so, yeah. Anyway. Um, what are some of the 80s movies that you've seen? that you have not seen that you feel you should see i feel like i really need to watch 16 candles and talk about it because that's really sad um i feel like i'm missing one more about last night that wasn't a big one um but yeah um i really want to see saint elmo's fire too because i don't know it's like when i think of that time in life especially with the hell hole that's going on right now i just feel like the 80s and I was what I was I was like I was young okay like very young I just get this warm feeling inside when I think about the 80s you know like I just it's just this warm Ugh, I just miss it I really miss it I think I've talked about this before but I feel like social media I, have, I really don't hate social media if you look on my instagram i don't have pictures of myself i don't and i don't i'm starting to really i've always hated looking at other people's lives on instagram i really really hate it i don't have pictures of myself people don't know what i am what i'm doing i do movie reviews on my instagram and i just i just hate that we know everything about everybody now i hate that so much i feel like everybody just has access to you or entitled to their access to you or everything i hate that so much so much and before this all happened i just feel like the world was a much warmer happier place i mean we had our problems but it was just like when you you went to a movie you're not sitting at home watching it on tv you're not everything is not digital you can just enjoy it like Every Sunday, 
when my parents got the Sunday paper, I used to pull out the TV guide and read it from cover to cover and circle what I was going to watch that week. And I just missed that so much. Now I'm just like looking, I'm like, oh, well, DVR is this on program DVR. It's just no fun. It's no fun. It's not warm. I miss the commercials. I miss the 80s commercials. I really miss those 80s McDonald's commercials. Oh, anyway, I'm just getting so sad. I'll know what I'm going to do this too when I talk about the 90s too. But I keep kind of like waiting for this era, not just quarantine, but like this era to sort of just stop and like something happens where we just don't have access to everybody's business anymore. And it can just be like warm and like nobody knows anything. And if it's bad news, it's just bad news that is personal to the to the person, not to everybody, unless it does affect everybody. You know what I mean? I hate that so much. Um, anyway, um, I just went down memory lane. I just want everything to be warm again. Not happy, but warm. I want movies like Wall Street and, you know, when you think about the stuff, you feel like a little toasty inside. Anyway, um, thanks for listening to my rambly, yawny, um, podcast. I'm going to get better at trying to do this more often because I really do love doing it, even though nobody's listening. Um, it's still... I still love it, but anyway. Um, Yeah, y'all have a good night.